Ahoy! Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome aboard. Um, it's time for us to take a delve into the stream, the Netflix stream, and see what movie gems we dredge up, if any. And we are going on a boat this week. Actually, what I was gonna going to say, and that, I think that's what threw me off, because I, I literally wanted to spit out, this movie's on a boat. <laughs> We're on a boat. We're on a boat. The movie's on a boat. Well, it's on a boat for a bit. Yeah. There's boats in this There's movie. There's boats in this movie. It's exciting. <laughs> the movie we're talking about, of course, is Against the Ice. Against the Ice was only released last year, last March it came out. It's a 12. It runs for one hour, 42 minutes. Currently rated at 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb and is a Netflix original. Good rating. It is a good rating. Do you know what I find interesting about that rating? What's that? And we'll get into this later. I, I'm not sure what you're going to have thought about this movie. Okay. I don't really know what you're going to think. And I think I've got an idea, but... It feels like, considering... after So after I watch this movie... Yeah. I What I tend to do is go and do a bit of reading. Same. Uh, I quite like to read a few reviews. See, see you know, get... Yeah. See, see how it's generally perceived. And that rating doesn't necessarily tie up with a lot of the reviews. No, it doesn't. I agree with that. Or, I did read some of the reviews movies. that I've read. It's a highly rated movie. Yeah, yes. which suggests maybe audiences like it a bit more than the critics. Yeah, probably. Well, let's, let's yeah, see. Interesting. It's a co-production between Iceland and Denmark. Nice. Uh, but it's set in Greenland. Yep. And it's spoken in English. So it's yeah. very multicultural, this movie. Came out on March the 2nd, 2022. Um, stars a guy called Nikolaj Costavaldo. He plays Aina. Um, obviously, you're going to know him from Game of Thrones. I think yes. that's his most famous role. He played Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones of for many years. He's also been on this show before. He has. He was in a movie called Small Crimes. Yeah, I barely remember it, other than we didn't really like it. Dreadful. I think he, did he come bottom or close to bottom of a stream table? 24th out of 25 in season two. It's really handy having these posters <laughs> knocking around the room, isn't it? Um, I've got a really big one to go on the wall in here, so I'm excited by it. Yeah, poster. I might put it here behind, yeah. <laughs> I might put it behind me so you can always tell me where. Yeah, I'll stare at your big one. Yeah, thank you. Wouldn't be for the first time. <laughs> um, also, this movie stars Joe Cole, not the footballer. Oh, okay, <laughs> he plays Ivor Iverson. Um, most famous, he was in Peaky Blinders for a long time. I've never watched it. I've never watched Peaky Blinders either. But that's my really my neighbour loves it. He's like, God, oh, Peaky Blinders, love it, love it. Goes to like Peaky Blinder nights. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. where you wear a flat cap and a oh, little no. waistcoat, and that sounds horrendous. <laughs> I don't think I'd do that. I don't even think I'd go to a lost night. <laughs> what I just would that do... What would a lost night You'd be? sit on a beach with some just plain like crushed stuff around, around you, yeah. dressed as John Locke. <laughs> no, he was also in he Green Room. Down. He was in Green Room, which okay. is a great movie. That... We haven't done it on the show, but we've done a couple of movies by the director, Jeremy yeah. Sonier, on the show. And he's most recently been in Gangs of London, the TV show on that. Okay. He's very much typecast as a young, plucky gangster. That's what he's... <laughs> An artful dodger yes. type. Absolutely. Written by Nicholas Costavaldo, this movie. Yeah. And alongside a guy called Joe Derrick, who had no further credits on IMDb. Okay. So may possibly not be real. Um, but it's based on a novel. It's based on... A, well, not a novel, a book. A, 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 not a biography, but, no, a, but like a, a, an account of this expedition. Yes, exactly. This was, the book was released in 1955, and it's called Farmus Thomas Fand. Uh, Farling Thomas Fand, which translates to... It's not against the ice. It's something along those lines. It's, it's two men. Two men. Again, on the ice. On the, something, something like that. that. Uh, it was written by Ina Mickelson, who's the main character in this book, based on his own adventures, exploring, mapping, and discovering Greenland. Yeah. That's what he did. That's what he was famous for. Um, and directed by a guy called Peter Flint, who has directed quite a few things, but they're all in Danish, so nothing okay. you've heard of, I don't think. 
Oh, I've missed a page in my notes. I've just got a blank page. Oh, you could, you'll have to uh, you'll have to work that back in <laughs> into a future movie. I will. That'd be confusing. <laughs> uh, do you, Nicholas, have a one-word review of Against the Ice? Jamie Lannister crazy. Jamie Lannister crazy. I like it. Charles Dance is also in this movie. He was, oh, yeah, also, he is. He was Jamie he's Lannister's dad in Game of Thrones. Was. I do not remember that. He's also been in something with Joe Cole as well. can't remember what it was, but he's, he's been in with films with both of them before. Where does this film start, Nick? Snow. Snow. Ice. It doesn't only start in snow. <laughs> There's a lot of snow. Sleds. Yeah. Maps. Yeah. Expedition montage. Is yeah, that what basically. you want to call it? I've written some men on a dog sled. Yeah. Um, that's where it starts. Over a credit sequence, that's basically some men heading somewhere on a dog yeah. sled. Uh, one's One doesn't look very well. He's lying on the dog sled. Yes. The other one's controlling. This is not our expedition, no. as we find out. This is the tail this, end this of is another one. Two men returning to base, returning to the ship. Dead. So basically, they return to a ship that is trapped in the ice somewhere in the Arctic. Some men on a boat is my first note. And they spot them and they go off and uh, rescue them and bring them in. And they, it seems like they've been away for a while, these yeah. men, um, exploring. And then one of them's got a bit of frostbite. He's got manky feet. He has got manky feet. Uh, this is Jorgensen. Jorgensen. George Jorgensen. Yeah. Um, they chop off his toes. Yeah, they do. It's rank. I don't uh, like toes. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's, he's got old old black toes black and feet. Yeah, they chop yeah. off some of his toes to uh, save him from the frostbite. That's the first thing. And then it hits into the title card. So that's basically a little prologue. Yeah. It's Christmas Eve. It's a it's Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Of course it is. There's so much snow, it had to be a Christmas movie. This, this movie is set over about three years, so there's many Christmas. Yes. There's actually many. It's, it's a multi-Christmas movie. It's mentioned a few times. It's Christmas Eve, 1909, and we're in northeast Greenland, according to the card that comes up on the screen. And they're having a Christmas party to toast the previous expedition that has just come back, but also one that didn't return. Yes. There were some men who haven't come back. So essentially, this boat it was a rescue mission. Yes. Or a... Recovery, recovery mission. mission. Yeah, uh, or both. They thought they were going on a rescue mission. It ended up being a yeah. recovery mission, but they weren't recovering the bodies of the people. They were trying to recover the data that they'd found. Well, kind of both. The captain says that we found no sign of the vanished expedition, people. but we did find this, and yeah. he produces a diary and a map. Yes. So these people are Greenland at this point is undiscovered, or most unmapped. parts of unmapped. unmapped. Parts yes. of Greenland are unmapped. And the Americans are staking a claim because they believe there's a land bridge between Greenland and the United States. Yeah, they, they believe there's a channel through Greenland as well. So, yes. so basically, uh, a, a previous American expedition has, has mapped or been trying to map Greenland and they believe that there's, there's a channel that separates two part, part of the island. Yeah, so America is laying a claim to, to northern part. Greenland. So Denmark are trying to, trying to map it and disprove it and yeah. debunk the Americans' claim. This is yeah. basically the premise of this movie. This is what's trying. This is what these guys are trying to do. Um, they did find a diary and a map, and so that makes the captain Ina want to go back out again because there's a cairn yes. on the map. Yes, and Ina, being a experienced explorer again, they wouldn't have built a cairn if they hadn't got something to put in it. Yes, yeah, something to hide. So there. a cairn is like a pile of stones <laughs> do you know what a cairn was no did you not no oh, okay why did you no well yeah <laughs> i just thought it was really... you're a lot more outdoorsy than i am <laughs> i just thought it was quite clunky the way a cairn was explained in this film because ivor yeah who we will come to be one no, of our met, main yeah. characters basically asks the question 
what's a cairn? Yeah. And another another guy around the table go, it's a pile of rocks. Yeah. I didn't, I honestly genuinely didn't know that. At the t- usually at the top of a mountain. Yeah. So it's basically a did, big just, pile of rocks that you can put stuff inside to protect it from the elements. Yeah. Yeah. Or it denotes like the, the high point of a, of a, of a uh, mountain or hill. Or, yeah. yeah. So the captain announces that he's going back out. He needs to finish his mission. He can't go home. They want him. to get to the cairn and see what's there. Yeah, they can't go he home. Believes anyway. there may be proof. Yeah, they can't go home anyway. The ship is ice bound, ice bound or whatever yeah. you call it. And so he wants to go back out. He wants a volunteer to go with him because George Jorgensen can't go with him. Problem so is, he asks for a volunteer. This cairn's about five hundred miles north. Yes, and the grisly Antar- uh, Arctic. And this map, yeah, is all they've got. And no one's ever drawn a map of this, but this is the only map of this area. Area. Yeah. And it's hand-drawn, crudely drawn, with some diary entries explaining it. He doesn't get a volunteer. He does not. And <laughs> some days pass on some this Some days ship. pass, and nobody's that keen. Um, but then we meet Ivor, for the, well, not for the first time, but this is where we kind of get to know yeah. him a little bit. He reveals that he is a, ca- a fan of the captain. He's read books that the captain has written in the past. Um, he is a fan of him. And he's like... I might volunteer. He says it to the other guys. And the other guys are like, well, he just a, he's just a lowly mechanic on the ship. Hmm. He, he didn't even come aboard at the start of the mission. He came aboard. No, they had to sack their engineer, sack their engineer because engineer he was get drunk. Somebody else in Reykjavik. Yeah. Um, but he does, eventually, after a bit of persuasion, does go to the captain and volunteer his services. Uh, and Captain Mickelson just says, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. And then we we see, not, an, not a montage, but a couple of scenes of Ivar being shit at everything that would be useful, like... Dog sledding. Uh, yeah, attaching the sleds to the dogs. And yeah, and he gets attached to the dogs, which you, sh- you can't do yeah. because you're not going to come back with all of those dogs. No Instantly, one. one of the other crewmates goes, don't make friends with the dogs. Yeah. Because... At some point, you're going to have to shoot the weakest dog and feed yeah. it to the other dogs. Um, what we should say is there's a lot of dog death in this movie. <laughs> uh, if that is a trigger for you, go on to doesthedogdie.com maybe before you watch this movie because... I, I, I'm going to say it now. No dogs. <laughs> make it out of this movie they do not and there's a lot of dogs at this point in yeah. this movie yeah there's you you text me and said this is a bloody canine massacre and <laughs> it is this is not if you're a dog lover this might not be the movie for you yeah especially one two maybe three scenes <laughs> it's brutal um so yeah the, the captain's asking the other crew members opinion on Ivor as well because he doesn't know him that well Ivor's also called Ivor Iverson yeah <laughs> I love the character names. I do as well, yeah. Well, they're real people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, it just makes it really easy. It just, it just means your dad's got the same name as you, yeah. doesn't it? Also, it's, it was um, obviously quite pertinent because of what's been going on in the news the last last few weeks. But uh, because obviously this is set in 1909, one, one of the big topics that the crew's talking about yeah. as they're I just milling around the ship is the fact that uh, this, this huge... Uh, technological advancement in seafaring is being launched yeah, soon being the titanic built, yeah the titanic's being built and launched and yeah they're all getting quite excited about it they're like yeah. oh maybe we could get a job on it maybe we can because uh, Ivor said he wants to go and work on it yeah he does yeah. plan after this mission and, yeah i thought that was quite interesting how uh, well, that's become a subject of conversation recently um everybody else on the ship hates the dogs nobody has a relationship with the dogs they all can't stand them yeah. that's um, revealed quite early on Jorgensen says to the captain, I don't think Ivor's the right guy for yeah, you. Yeah, so are you sure you want to take him? Yeah, because he's, he's inexperienced. He's not very good at what he does anyway. And the captain basically goes, well, no one else has got, got no other choice. It's got to be him. You can't come. You've got no toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You can. laughs> 
You wouldn't want to go on an Arctic expedition with my mum with no toes. No, no, no. No, you need them for gripping and... And Jürgen even says to me, you're not a young man anymore. You need somebody who's going to be able to look after you, maybe. Um, and the captain says, look, the sea opens in July. It will then close again in August. If they're not by, by the end of August, you need to go. Yeah. Leave us. Because... Bear in mind, this is March. Yeah. So they know they're going out for five to six months. Yeah. Potentially, if we if we're going out in March on their own, if we're not back do. by the end of August, leave us. Yeah, yeah, this is a a big deal. Yorkson agrees. He says, "Yeah, that's fine. I will. We will go without you if you're not back by the end of August." And they get ready to go off, and then they do go off. They leave on the dog sleds. They take some photos. Yeah, they, they do. Go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they leave on the dog sleds. They there's two of them. There's maybe six dogs each. That's how many dogs maybe die in this movie. You don't like a caption or a time indicator in the movie no that is true there's a lot in this movie and i didn't mind them i think you need them yes because um, you but also this again isn't... we'll get into it these guys are out there for a long time yeah, yeah. this also isn't like three days later six weeks later no. this is telling you what day of the mission we're on yeah. at all points so you do need them i don't mind i didn't mind it as much good i didn't yeah. i do have issues with this movie but that that isn't one of them um yeah, so they get ready to go off. They leave on the dog sleds, a pair of them. Um, they, they come immediately to this, like, I guess it's like a mountain made of snow that they've got to scale. <laughs> it's just like this huge white hill rock face yeah. that they've got to get over, which they do. They get over it and they set up a camp and they go to bed. Captain very much just ignores Everson rattling on, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he's trying just, to talk to he's him. He's a fanboy. He's fanboying yeah. over him. He's like, so they go to bed and then instantly it's day 26. <laughs> we, we couldn't, we. One of my issues with this movie is that it does speed through time quite quickly. and Yes, but it has to. It does have to. I, I agree with that. I don't see a better option. I agree. I will get to my issue with that at the end. Okay. But I, I, it's not a big issue. I don't want to build it up. But yeah, it does have to. Um, anyway, Ivor starts singing a little song and they set up camp that night in a storm. Uh, the big snowstorm that night. Uh, they don't really know what to do, whether they'd let the dogs in the tent or not, but they don't. Um, the captain tells the story of the last mission he went on when he, he found this yeah, diary he, and this he, map. And... Uh, I was like, what happened with the yeah. the previous expedition? And, and, and Captain Micker says, well, I was, fr- I was friends with the leader of that expedition. Yeah. And he said, the problem is uh, that guy never knew when to give up. Yeah. And he reveals that they did, there was a body with the book, yeah. which he had told the rest of the crew there wasn't, I believe. But they'd only found one. Yes, yeah. just one guy. Um, then he does this really cool trick where he ices the sled tracks to make them go faster which i thought was really cool he kind of like spits water over them so it gives it like a real thin layer of ice but we've already established uh ivor is not an experienced sledder yeah he's not he doesn't really and he seems to get carried away with how fast they're going here yeah because they can go really fast now yeah Uh, and he loses control of his sled he does the captain turns to him and says the dogs can smell land you need to slow down yeah because they're They're over excited yeah um, they need to slow down. And he tries to make them stop and he doesn't. And he actually falls off the dog sled himself. Yeah. And the dogs fall over a cliff. Yeah. They take the whole the sled sort down. of hanging over the edge. Yeah, it's kind of hanging over the edge. So Ivor goes down to try and get it back and realises that his favourite dog. The lead dog. The lead Bjorn. Dog, Bjorn. The one he had, does have, has made a relationship yeah. with. Not that kind of relationship. It's not <laughs> that sort of movie. Um, is perilously hanging from a rope yeah. over a cavern. Um, and is yelping quite badly that this dog is in pain and all the other dogs are going crazy. I didn't think this was very well edited because I've literally, t- 
two to three minutes ago, seen them haul and pull a huge sled yeah. up a mountain. Yes. And they seem to really struggle to pull this one dog, one dog up <laughs> yeah. on a rope. It's just hanging from a rope around its waist. Yeah. And they do, well, they don't manage to do it. Well, no, because then the rope snags and it, it frays and, okay, that's a bit different. But yeah. I do feel like, why Why was the drama, because the, they're a month in. The captain wasn't helping. It's one dog. He, the captain, I think maybe the captain was trying to make a point of like, yeah. this one dog, let him go. But Ivor was desperately trying to rescue this dog. Um, unfortunately, the dog falls to its grisly death. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Ivor, Ivor then has to do a uh, a catalogue of what what's yeah. left. Uh, it turns out they lost two weeks worth of dog food. Yeah. Uh, half a can of tea and a can of paraffin. Yeah. For their stove. That's a lot of stuff to have lost. But they are now off the ice cap and they are on land. They're yeah. travelling on land, um, which is better, I suppose. Um, the captain, the Ivor says to the captain, why do you do this? Why do you live this life? Have you not got anybody at home? He says, I do what I'm good at, the same as you do with fixing engines. I do he says it's all he exploring. knows. It's all I know. It's all uh, I know. We're on to day do. 48 to mm. find out. And he even says, I don't have anybody. He does say at this point, I don't have anybody at home. Yeah. Which is... And then true. I didn't really... I felt like I missed a bit here because they, they just look at these postcards of these nurses outside yeah, so the hospital. Yeah, so Ivor stole some pictures from the ship before he left yeah. of some women standing outside a hospital. I think it was basically like 1909 porn. <laughs> I think that's what this was. It was just like it a, was team just a team photo. photo of a load of nurses. Really small yeah. photo of a load of nurses. But basically it's the only picture of women they've got. So they're like, oh, that's... Ivor's made like character yeah, stories. Yeah, character or, names. Yeah. And the captain picks one and he kind of like... I'm going to call this one Naya. Yeah. Which is, we later find out his girlfriend's name. I mean, they kind of bond over it though, a little bit. They're like talking about how hot all these different nurses are. And it just come up quite often in the film. It's yeah. like, there's they, kind of big theme in the film now. And the captain dreams that night of waking up next to Naya. Yes. It's the first time we see a lady in this movie. Um, uh, Iverson proves useful because he manages to fix like the yeah. broken paraffin burner. Yeah, that stops working. And he fixes it. Uh, and then he has to shoot a dog. He does. Because they need dog food. They need dog food. So you shoot the weakest dog. And they feed, feed it to the, the dog other dogs. to the other dogs. And he does do it. He does no hesitation. Yeah. He does manage to do it. He has no choice. Um, and Captain says to him, look, we need to go half rations now. We're, we're running rapidly out of food much quicker than we should be. And we cut to day 84. Yes. And that conversation is kind of moved on a bit. Uh, the supplies are low. Very low. Iverson sort of gingerly says well what, what's the point at which we should turn back yeah not happening it's not in it's not, not even Mickelson's in his mind no, not even in his vocabulary um and then Mickelson says we're moving down to one sledge yeah we're leaving this one here load everything up on one sledge yeah let's move on carry on and then as they're doing that in the distance the captain spots a cairn a really obvious cairn <laughs> it's like because it does that whole sort of epic what we haven't mentioned yet is this is uh, this is a lot filmed on location in actual Greenland. Yeah, absolutely. And it looks amazing. It's beautiful. The cinematography is beautiful. It, is. it really is. And and yeah, the, we do this whole sort of sweeping, squinting. What's that? And it's just a really, it's quite close. Yeah. A, a really obvious cairn. Yeah. Not very far away, no. which they run over to. <laughs> they do. They run to it. Somebody in, on the ship at the, earlier in the film describes their mission as like. Walking from Moscow to Rome, yeah. looking for a pile of rocks. Yeah, which really puts it into perspective sure. of what you, what the, what these guys have just done. Um, 
this film was also most like there's hardly any CGI used in this film, so these guys really were going for it out here in deepest darkest Greenland. It couldn't have been an easy film to film. I'm sure, sure. a lot more difficult than Peaky yeah. Blinders. <laughs> um, and in the can, what do they find in the can? They find a camp. Not in the can, but at the can, they find a camp. Yes, they do. And in the can, they find some supplies and a note. Yeah, there's some rations, there's some cans of soup, yeah. and there's some documents, some important documents. Very important documents, because these documents reveal that the previous Denmark expedition had completed their mission. They have mapped the area of Greenland that the Americans are taking claim to. And the channel and does not exist. The channel does not exist, and Greenland is one huge piece of land. Yeah. Which is everything the captain wanted. That is what there's a success. Everybody wants yeah. that. The United States has no claim to this land. Yeah, exactly. It's and proof. The note also reveals that the mission was complete and they are heading back to their ship. Yeah. Which we know they didn't arrive at. Um So then as a celebration, they cook one of the tins of soup that they found. Yeah. Have some nice oxtail soup. And now they can start heading back. That's they, the boat, yeah. That's that's the mission complete. We can start heading back. And then we skip forward another 50 days to day 132. Indeed. And one of the dogs just drops dead of exhaustion. Yeah. It's quite harrowing. It's just Yeah, it's not nice, is it? It just falls over and dies. So they it's also not nice when they butcher it in front of everybody. So again, there's a lot of triggers for dog lovers in this film. Um, but the, the Ivor says, look, I fed the dogs, but there's not much meat on that dog. Yeah. It's all skin and bones. Do you think we could eat the liver? Yeah, plonk, here it is, in a can. <laughs> Turns out, you, they're not sure if you can eat dog liver. <laughs> it's not something they've ever thought about doing before. And then Captain Mickelson says, what's that? What's that uh, What's that old wives' tale? Yeah. If you've got, if you've got silver. Something, if something's poisonous, so it will change the colour of silver. Yeah, if you're boiling it with the silver. So they cook, cook up this, he's got a, like almost like St. Christopher around uh, his neck. Yeah, it's like a pendant. Yeah. Pendant around his neck. So they cook up this liver and then they stick this silver pendant in it. But then what they don't know is what colour it's supposed to yeah. turn. So they just assume green because green is bad. So they're debating if it's gone a bit brown. Yeah, it's not gone green. Yeah. It has gone a bit brown. But they think, ah, fuck it. We'll just eat this liver anyway. Also, dogs' livers are quite big. <laughs> there was a lot of meat on it. Um, they shouldn't have eaten it. They both get quite ill from it. They do. They both throw up. And all sorts of horrible stuff goes on. We certainly seem to be down to only three dogs. Yeah. The, there's been more off-camera dog death. There's been a lot of dog death. Three dogs, one sled, two men. Yeah. Um, Ivor goes off to see if he can find any wildlife that they can shoot and kill. Yeah. And he does see a seal in the distance. He does. Which I'm not sure how he was going to get to this seal. Because I think he was just going to shoot it. I don't know how he was going to do after that. Yeah, because it was quite. It was on a, a, a piece of ice, but there was quite a bit of like yeah. open water between Ivor and I guess the seal. shoot it and then worry about that afterwards Fine. was his plan. Um, but unfortunately, the dogs scare it off. The dogs start barking and this seal jumps back into the ocean. And, and then all of a sudden he hears gunshots. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, Captain shot the dogs. Captain dog. shot all the dogs. And Ivor runs back and he runs back the bodies, past the bodies of a couple more dogs. And when he turns the corner, what would he see? Uh, a <laughs> Captain Mickelson is being mounted by a polar bear. Yes, a fucking massive polar bear is on top of the captain. It actually looked quite good. I presume this was the only use of CGI in the movie. It was all right until we okay. got a closer look That's exactly it. what I was going to say. From a distance, it was fine. Yeah. Um, when we got a bit closer to it, it, yeah, it was a bit... CGI. Yeah. Um, Ivor shoots it. 
um, miss it. Well, he hits the first time, but it doesn't scare it off. Yeah. Shoots it again and kills it, I assume. Yeah. Because it fell, collapsed, straight on top of the captain. And they both slide into the barrel water. Barrel through the ice into the water. Yeah. Um, also, the captain's still tied to the sled. sled. So, so the captain's dropping, the and water. that is now edging towards the water. Which would have been certain death for both of them if the sled had have gone underwater. Um, Ivan manages to pull him out. He couldn't pull up a dog earlier, but he can pull up a fully grown human. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the captain doesn't appear to have any ill effects from being in this cold water. No, so they, I mean... He goes to bed for a bit. And yeah, he they, up they, and he's all right. they camp, obviously, they camp up there and, and, and their bigger worry seems to be, well, the captain says it out loud, doesn't he? He says, if only we'd have managed to get the bear, we'd, yeah, we'd that would have, have been it. Mm. We'd have been fine for food for the rest of the way back. Yeah, forever, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> Take a long time to eat a bear. Um, it also killed two more dogs, the yeah. polar bear. So One dog left. One dog left. Um, that night, while the captain's in bed trying to get warm, they chat about missing female company again. Yeah, they like swap, swap virginity stories. They do, yeah. yeah. Ivo's granddad brought him a prostitute for his 16th birthday, and the captain's, grand, the captain's dad took him to a VD hospital for yeah, his 16th to birthday. to put him off. To put him off, so. They've had a very different upbringing. Um. Next morning, Captain burns everything not vital. Everything they don't need, he burns Smashes it. the sled up. Smashes the sled up again. They're going to walk. The rest of it. We can't have a sled now. There's no dogs to pull it. We've only got one dog left. Uh, and Captain Mickelson says it's 200 miles. Yep, 200 miles ship. back to the We've ship. We've got to travel light. We've got to travel light. Let's get rid of everything we don't need. Carry the tent on their back. Yep. Cut to day 164. Just the two of them now. They now have no dogs. The last dog died in the tent, in yep. the tent didn't it? Yes. Um, they climb a ridge. They the captain looks at the map, but he doesn't seem confident that he knows where they are. Um, he kind of, he looks kind of lost a little bit. I thought that at first, but is that because is this a is this a dig at the acting skills of <laughs> <laughs> maybe? Um, I don't know because I thought exactly the same thing, and I think what he was trying to emote was that oh no, I've got to make a decision. Yeah, do we walk? The ice is melting. Do we try and cross this river here because it's a lot shorter? Or do we add on miles and miles and miles and days and days because we've got to go yeah. around? So what he decides to do is build a cairn himself. Yeah. Leave the evidence there. Yeah. And in case they don't make it, in case they don't make it over this island. To which Ivor instantly says, you don't think we're going to make it, do you? Yeah. Which he clearly didn't. Yeah. because. So he builds a cairn, leaves this proof inside. I've written, pops the proof inside. Um and then they walk a bit further. Ivor tries to have a lie down. I think he's yep. just exhausted. The captain's like, no, come on. And then in the distance, they see a ship's mast. So, yes, time has passed. Yeah, Time has passed. Well, we're on day 164. They found yeah. the cairn at day 81. So yeah. we're about halfway in between the two. Um, so they think it's their ship. They're like, oh, there's our ship in the distance. They get to the mast and the mast is on land. Yeah. It is it's like a lookout. Like, yeah, almost like a lookout point. And they look over the edge and the ship is just a hull. Yeah. Or husk in of a ship. In pieces in the is, ice. It is. It's trapped in the ice and it's no longer a ship. It is a bare bones. So they go down to it. There's nobody there, but a hut has been built out of the remains of the ship. Yeah. We know this because so, the name of the ship, the Alabama, is like above, above the, door the door of the hut. Nobody's there. Um, and then we cut away from the Arctic for the first time. Uh, we are now in the, I guess, courtroom. Politicians, home, yeah. Back in Denmark. There's some sort of hearing going on. This is the first time we meet Charles Dance in this movie. And the two guys, Jorgensen and the other guy, I don't know the other one guy's the name, other one sailors. of the other sailors, are being questioned about why they left two people in the Arctic alone. 
Yeah, and it says that they hopped a lift back on a whaling ship. The, their ship was crushed by the ice, yeah. destroyed. They had no choice. They left enough food for a year in this cabin. And built the hut and built the storage. Built the hut and the storage, room. but they had to leave. They had no choice. Um, and basically, they're, they're at this hearing appealing for money from the government. To go back. To go and rescue yeah. Ivar and Ina. The minister's biggest question there is, why did a inexperienced greenhorn like Ivor stay behind and you two experienced salesmen sailors salesmen <laughs> sailors come home that's what he wanted to yeah. know he calls i think he implies that they're cowards and um, they shouldn't have allowed it and he says you are not having any money for a return trip so Jorgensen kind of says well what about a reward if you won't fund an expedition yeah can we put up a reward yeah we don't get an answer to that no. at this point um, and then the film cuts to day 242 yeah and these two guys now are living in this cabin they seem to have been there for a long time. They've made it quite homely. Ivor's quite down. Yeah. Captain's still really positive. He is really positive. He says, a ship will come yeah. late summer next year, is what he says. Yeah. That's a long time to wait in a cabin. Um, they, he tells a story about uh, when he was younger, he wanted to go off and go on a hot air balloon with a, a guy who was trying to map the North Pole yeah. on a hot air balloon. Uh, he was 15, but he wasn't allowed to go. Ivor gets a gramophone working. Yeah, they so find got some music. Find to a repair to. that, don't they? Yeah, and then the captain has a dream of a polar bear. The polar bear they met earlier destroying the cairn that they built. Yeah, and it's like a nightmare for him because nothing is more important to this captain's life than getting that evidence back to Denmark. Sure. Um, so he wakes up Ivor after he wakes up from this nightmare, and he says, "We need to go back." Yeah. To this cairn to get this evidence that we should never have left there in the first place. We need to go back. I wasn't expecting this twist. No. Nor was I to be fair. We're going back out. We're going back out again. So 200 miles there. 200 miles back. Yep. And Ivor says, let's at least leave a note. Yeah. To say, we've been here. We are, we have gone back out to get the evidence. Let people know that the, the evidence yeah. is there. We've gone back. The captain says there is no point leaving a note. We will be back before the ice breaks anyway. Yeah. Day 439 <laughs> is the next point. They're at the cairn. They get to the cairn. So we've just... 200 days later. To, yeah, that, that 200 miles is, is done. We're there. Yep. The cairn, though, is destroyed. The captain's, it's caved. It has collapsed the captain, slightly. Um, slightly. The captain feels like his nightmare has come true. Uh, but luckily, the evidence is still there. And it's fine. It's protected. The, it is protected it is fine he takes it he takes it back with him they're like right let's turn around and he go says, back he says to Iverson there's truth in every dream look it's good job we came back something's happened here so they walk a bit further they find a motor car buried in the snow yes because it turns out the Denmark the original Denmark expedition had a motor car yeah which I don't think would have been much use but they find one at this point I was literally like is this movie going to go schmaltzy and Ivor's going to fix it and they're going to drive, drive back. oh I would have hated that I'm glad that didn't happen <laughs> They have like a moment in the car, but they, yeah, leave, they do leave it. it. Um, day 471. Days are passing. Um, they get back to the cabin. It only takes them less than 40 days to get back to yeah. the cabin. It took them nearly 200 to get to the cairn. Um, when they get back to the cabin, the door's open. Yeah, because they boarded it up. When they left, Ivor boarded the door up. But it is open and there is a note inside saying someone has been looking for them. It said July 23rd, 1911. Yep. Very much. We started this at Christmas, Christmas 1909. 1909. The note says, looking for Ina Mickelson, no sign. Yep. The cap- which, <laughs> Go on. To which Mickelson said, he just looks at Ivor and says, just say it. 
yes, we should, should have, have left a fucking note. Yeah, he goes a bit mental. He he he, he smashes, starts smashing shit up. Um, he he smashes up their last sled that they've got. He he just goes on a bit of a rampage. The captain at this point. Um, Jorgensen again back on dry uh, back on in Denmark. Jorgen goes back to see the minister. Um, and he says, "Look, we've been, we're back." Um, when we got there, the cabin oh, was boarded. They hadn't been. Or it somebody was, had been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a passing ship, wasn't yeah. it? He said, we didn't board up the cabin, but they found the cabin boarded up. Yeah. Which he means that somebody Someone's used there. it. Um, but the, whilst he's talking about this, there's a newspaper on the table which has Mickelson's obituary in. Yeah. So the, the government have given up on him. Um, and Jorgensen, his final plea to the minister is sort of, if we give up on those two, you're giving up on Greenland. Yeah. But even that's not enough. Doesn't seem to be enough. The minister says... Time's up. Yep. Yeah. And then when we get back, it's Christmas in the hut. Yeah. And two years on we are now from where we started this movie. So Ivor said, um, Mickelson says to Ivor, is this our first Christmas in the hut? And, he, and Ivor says, no, this is our second Christmas in yeah. the hut, our third Christmas, third in, Christmas Greenland. in Greenland. Wow. Uh, then they discuss briefly if they could eat each other if needs be. Yeah, and I was like, I could eat you if you had no hands. Yeah, I can't. There's the hands that turn you, make you human. Yeah, make you said. different from the animals. Yeah. Okay. Which story. I think is fair. But I, I don't know. Day 793. So basically another year on. Another year on. Captain goes to climb the mast. Um, Just to basically have a look, I think. Just yeah, well, to see if anybody's this is coming. a daily task. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he sees a hot air balloon in the distance. Yeah. And the hot air balloon crashes to earth just right next to him. And inside is a woman. But it is not only a woman, it is Naya. The woman from the postcard. The woman from the postcard. Um, this is obviously not real. He is having yeah. hallucinations. He's not in a good way. Um, he see, he kind of sees her all the time from now on. Um, and she says, is it worth it? She, she has conversations. It's basically his inner monologue saying... Sure. Is, was this worth it? Is discovering Greenland worth everything you put yourself through? And the captain says to her, I'm getting worried about Ivor. I think he's going a bit mad. I yeah. was talking to this invisible so he lady. Said, we need to keep an eye on him. Yeah. He's also got some kind of weird neck boil developing. Yes, he's got some sort of yeah, boil Infected thing. Um, Ivor then also sees a man who isn't there. Yeah. Which turns out to be where well, he says, because he, he goes back to the cabin and he says, do you believe in ghosts? He says, I've, I think I've just seen my grandfather. Who wasn't dead when we left. Yeah. But he may be now. Um, Naya, Naya says to the captain why did it have to be you it could have been somebody else you know nobody's coming for you and he starts crying in her arms and Ivor doesn't see any of this but we kind of see he's just crying yeah. on, on the rock then they have a dance together which Ivor does see yes um, and it's basically the captain dancing around in the cabin on his own whilst looks like he should be with a woman and the captain sort of shoes Ivor away because yeah. like he has really interrupted this, this intimate moment with Absolutely. his ghost girlfriend and this is where he says to Ivor, you need to lance this massive boil thing I've got on yeah. my neck uh, because it needs to go because it's disgusting and this lady doesn't want to look at me yeah. who isn't even there. Uh, which he does and it's possibly the most gruesome scene in the Oh, film. it's a proper... I hate this sort of stuff. Bleh. You do it over a bucket of water yeah. and it all this grizzle drops into the water as he does it and he, the captain then passes out. Um, he then wakes up in bed a little bit later on. And I thought this was a little twist because I thought, oh, he's going to start feeling better. That's going to sort of be the end of the yeah. of the sort of ghostly visits. But no. No, it was not. Um, he says, I dreamed. Ivor I... says to the captain. Well, the captain says he dreamed he was home. Yes. Ivor then says, I dreamed I was with that girl that you like in that picture. Oh, yeah, it was a naughty dream. Mm. It wasn't a good dream. 
Um, the captain gets very jealous and attacks Ivor. Yeah. Um, I th- I would say they have a fight, but it's more like a hug. Yeah, they they're both absolutely fight. exhausted. Clearly, yeah. He tries to shoot it. He gets the gun, doesn't he? he pulls the shotgun off the wall. Uh, Mickelson does. Mickelson yeah. does, and try and points it at Ivor, and Ivor's screaming at him. It's not real. Whatever you can see is not real. Yeah, and so happening. is Naya. And Naya, yeah, Naya's saying the same thing. And then the captain turns the gun and shoots it at Naya, who yeah. isn't there, obviously. Um, so then Ivor's like, right, I'm going to fucking hide this gun now because this guy's going crazy. So he takes the They've got like a little mini cabin that yeah, all the supplies are outside. Yeah. So he goes and hides the gun in there. The captain apologizes. Um, they, see, they also hide the postcard. Yes, because that is not good for them. <laughs> yeah. Porn's not good. Um, and it, Ivor then says, look, we're running out of food. We've got barely any food left. We've yeah. been here over a year longer than we should have been. Um, and also, we've only got one shotgun cartridge left now, uh, which <laughs> I thought was quite a nice Very idea. passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, and then as they're having this conversation, they hear a noise outside. Yeah. Guess what it is? Bloody polar bear Fucking again. polar bear's turned up. Knocking on the windows. I'm assuming it's not the same one, because that one was dead from earlier, but he's knocking on the windows. Um, the gun, unfortunately. He's in the storage shed. in the storage shed. So they don't have the gun. So they try and scare it off. They just make as much noise Banging as they can inside the cabin. And it works, to be fair. Yeah. They do, they do uh, successfully scare it off. And then it's day 865. Yeah. Is this the longest movie we've ever done in terms of timeline? But I don't know, because there might be something that's like covers years and years, but... Possibly. I, I was not knowing this real story, I, uh, obviously. I, I thought this whole... Mo- my preconception of this movie with the whole thing was it was going to be this journey there and back. Yeah. And it's only such a small part of the story. Yeah, absolutely. Most of the movie right. takes place after the yeah. journey while they're waiting in this cabin. Um, day 165, they wake up and they can hear footsteps outside. Well, yeah, noise again. Noise outside. I was so like, Captain, the bear, the bear's, the bear's back. back. So they run out screaming. They've got the shotgun this time. They run out screaming. And when they get out there, there's people out there. Yeah. Like five or six sailors. And it's Jorgensen. Is it? No, yeah. I didn't think it was Jorgensen. Was it? it was. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was him and his men. And he says, you're safe now. Um, and then the minister gets a message delivered to him. To presumably Telegram. Say, yeah. And they... It, it says, we've found Mickelson and Iverson. Yeah. Uh, we have the proof. Yeah. We have We're on route back. And then, then the next scene, they're back. They're getting a nice shave. Um, sitting in a barber's. It's lovely. Getting, a, getting their beard shaved off. And... And then the minister is making a speech in some sort of like government area. Yeah, and just to double down the sort of nastiness of it, he says, we never gave up hope. We've played a part in rescuing these great explorers. These heroes, he calls them heroes. And these two are waiting backstage. They're all suited up now. They've got cleanly shaven. They've had haircuts. And Ivor turns to the captain and he says, do you remember that boat we were talking about back on the ship? And he's like, it sank. Yeah. (laughs) It was bad times. And the captain's like, Oh, that was lucky. He wanted to go and work on that. Um, the captain thanks him for all his for basically saving his life. He thanks. He Ivor. says, "I couldn't have done it without you." Yeah. yeah. And in the background, you can hear the minister say, "The United States have given up their claim on Greenland," um, and acknowledges that Greenland is part of whatever. Yeah, it's Denmark. And then, in the background behind Mickelson, you can see a lady turn up, and Mickelson sees her, and he says to Ivor, "That lady over there is she real?" Yeah. And Ivor says. Yes, that lady over there is real. And they go and have a kiss whilst the minister's trying to bring them out on the stage. They're not coming because they've had a, a, having a reunion with Naya. Um, and then he does bring them out on the stage. 
and the audience cheer them and the movie ends with them arms yeah. aloft in front of this crowd of people the end and there's a bit of a like what happened to the real yes. people afterwards it says Aya, Aya, Aina and Naya married Ivan never went back to the Arctic <laughs> didn't want to ever go back and they remain friends for the rest of their lives and then over the end credits, we see actual photographs. pictures, photographs from the expedition. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a picture of when Ina was, when they were found in the cabin, and it's like, he it looks like a madman. Yeah. Well, he, like, well, he was a madman. Which, yeah. But uh, do you want to know something really, before we say what we thought about this movie, do you want to know something really fascinating? Yes. In 2010, yeah. a research vessel was in the area right. of the alabama cabin okay and it found it still no sta- in still 2010 it was still later. standing no way do you know what the name of the boat was gone the Ina mickelson no yeah wow that's incredible yeah how was it still standing 100 years later in those conditions those guys knew how to build a cabin from a boat <laughs> i guess it's Didn't not how to build a boat <laughs> as long as it can stand the the, the wind, the wind and, and the, the no, it's not gonna. It's not gonna rot, rot to, you know, corrode or whatever. It's no, I suppose it's wood, boat wood, ship wood. Yeah, still there. Polar well, bear as never, of two thousand and ten, still. Polar there. bear never went back and took it down. Yeah. Crazy. That's mental. Yeah. What a great story. What did you think, Nick? There's a great. There's a great story here. Yes. Agreed. The the real life story here is incredible. Yeah. This movie doesn't quite nail it. That's interesting. I didn't think that's where you were going. Okay. I agree. I completely agree. I don't think it does either. This movie looks great. I think the acting's pretty good. Yeah. I think Joe Joe Cole is a lot better than Yeah. Um Nic- Nicolaj Costavaldo. Costa- yeah, I don't know why my mind is completely blank. <laughs> I think to put it simply, my biggest problem with this movie is I don't think the script's very good. Yes, I don't, I think you're right. It's I... it, it's clunky and it doesn't do the characters service justice I agree. yeah my biggest problem with this movie is that a lot of time passes in this movie and it is only told to us through these title cards nothing else indicates a passage of time and that's a problem with the script I it think. is a problem with the script yeah they, they don't they it's, it's lazy to just rely on the title card yeah i agree they don't change their clothes they don't age they don't their beards don't even grow not really no they, they don't look any different from when they leave to when they get back and that's my biggest problem i think there's nothing that indicates. I never felt like these guys were in any real danger because as far as I'm concerned, it could have all happened in one day. Nothing changes enough in the movie to indicate that time is passing, especially yeah. that much time is passing. Yeah. 870 odd days or whatever it was. That's my biggest problem with this movie. It just, it didn't feel like there was any peril. If you look at something like, I don't know, what's what's the castaway or something there's mm. like yeah the peril the what once they were back at the hut so i felt there was peril in the original track there and back yeah but didn't yeah didn't we didn't get enough of that stir crazy build up and uh, we had to i felt like i was filling in the blanks yeah i agree that being said i think i enjoyed it more from the moment the captain started to go a bit mad i think it, as i think from that point on, I was like, I'm quite into this at this point. I didn't, no, I didn't dislike I, this movie. I didn't no, either. Point. I, no, I don't want to put it out there. I didn't, I didn't either. I just, I, but think, I do feel it felt like a bit of a missed opportunity. That's it could have been better yeah. with a decent director and writer. Yeah. It was written by 
Nicolaj Castavaldo as well. Yeah. I d- the, the passage of time was a problem for me. I didn't feel like there was any peril, and but I did feel like it got better the more insane, the more crazy this guy went. But considering he he was a co-writer on it, there wasn't much like opportunity for like scenery chewing and stuff. No, there wasn't. When, when this is essentially a two-person movie. Yeah. And like you said, I think Joe Cole's really good in it. I'm not sure about... I've never really been convinced by uh, Nicolaj. Yeah. Um, With two better people doing it, maybe it would have been a better movie, but I think it is the script that lets it down. Yeah. That that was my takeaway from it. I think I'm I'm surprised by this. I I thought you would have like been all in on this. No, I I I I enjoyed. I would say overall I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I was did. I was keen to see it through, and I was genuinely interested. But it's it's an amazing story. It's, yeah, the story is really interesting. It's just the script doesn't tell it very well. But I was just as interested after reading about the actual real yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, as I was watching this movie, uh, and. It just, I think it was a missed opportunity to really hit some strong emotional notes and make me feel something. And I I didn't, not for the people anyway. It was sad about the dogs, don't get me wrong. But <laughs> I possibly think this might be better as a TV show. There's there's too much time to get into an hour and a half movie here. Two, three years of these guys' lives is cut down to an hour and a half. And that's why you didn't really get any feel of danger to them like when he falls in the water yeah with the polar bear on top of him he would have got all sorts of yeah because my that. first thought was oh my god back in 1909 have they got any spare clothes because exactly. they're traveling light they're exactly they, they should but we then cut 200 days later yeah so there's miss even drama if there was even if he did get ill he's over it and yeah. there's there is miss drama that's a great way of putting it and like even when they're back at the hut what did they would was there never a storm that was rattling the windows yeah. and tiles flying off the hut and you know it seemed like a really nice hut yeah you could just like an airbnb you could go to so there was not enough peril here's a question then for given your particularly yours to a lesser extent mine like complaints about movies desiring to be a certain length if this was half an hour longer yeah i don't think it's still enough time would 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 that have helped? Maybe if you know you've got more, you can put more of that in. I feel like it's or a mini series. Put you off. I feel this? like this is a eight or nine, ten episode mini series. Yeah. Just do it properly and tell the story of these two guys over three years. You do that over ten hours. You, you'd make a really good TV show out of it. The, the, it just feels too rushed. The ministerial to type scenes were added. Not yeah. nothing really yeah. either, did they? Didn't need them. Again, you can expand on some of that. If you had more time, you had a mini series. Yeah. Actually, you could, you could, you could make Jorgensen a proper character who, and show him really fighting for his yeah. friends and, who were coming. Stuck and out eventually, there. figure he obviously figured out a way to get there and rescue. Them. And that's all just either on the cutting room floor or it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, it's not there. It just it, there's too much time and too much story to tell for an hour and forty five minute movie. Yeah, that's that's my biggest problem with it. It's flawed. Yeah, very much so. But it's a great. This is this is a great story that I know uh, that deserves to exist and be told. That in being some said, format. All that being said, this is still a decent movie. Yeah, it, is. it looks really nice. The acting's adequate. There's a story there that's told. Yeah, this is still a good film. It's just not, it's not as good yeah, as it could have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What's the best thing about it? Is it too much of a cop out to say it's the cinematography? No, it's the, it's, it's Greenland. Answer. It's beautiful. 
it's, 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 it's beautiful yet it's awful it's harsh it's it must have been a horrible movie to film just, however long they're on location for it must have been horrendous yeah especially for somebody young and inexperienced like joe cole is i mean he's done a few things but he's never done that sort of working in that environment would have been yeah. a nightmare yeah it is it's a cinematography it is a cinematography you're right what would you change about it script yeah should we write it somebody get a writer to write it paper then yeah you need a writer to write it don't you're not an actor it's like it's almost like they've gone. We don't need to worry about the script that much because the story is so incredible. Yeah, and but it just it's not. It's a missed opportunity to make a proper proper good movie. Yeah, agreed. Should we talk stream table? Sure. So currently we've got five films in the stream table. This is the sixth film of season nine. Currently number five is Buddy Games. Number four is Freaks. You're one of us. Number three is Mercy. Number two is Sweet Girl. And number one currently is Catty Catty. So one thing, another thing I hate about Buddy Games. What's that? It's not called The Buddy Games. Yeah. It's just called Buddy Games. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyway, where does this movie fit in that table, Nick? So the debate for me is, is this, is this first or second? Yeah. Oh, straight, straight. Which straight is weird when we've just like said what we didn't like about it for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, but, but we, it can still, that's fine. Yeah. We've, we've said it's still a decent movie, it, but it has missed opportunities. I think it's, it's better than Sweet Girl, Mercy, and Freaks. Oh yeah, hundred percent it is. So it's at least it's at least the second best movie we've seen. I think it then comes down to personal preference. Yeah. As regards to Catty Catty. Catty Catty is a great movie. It's an unusual movie. It's a very strange movie. Yeah. It's not the sort of movie I'm going to watch again. I'm going to come back to this old thing of if I'm going to watch one of them again, I'm probably going to pick this. And and but... and, the, and the argument also is. Despite all the flaws of this movie, it is still a, an achievement when you look at the terrain, yeah. the the cinematography, the, you know, this is, the scale of this movie is above and beyond anything we've seen so far this season. Yeah, it's a proper movie. It's a proper movie. Yeah. I personally... Both flawed. Both, both flawed both movies, flawed. which have got positives and negatives. Personally, I think this is the best movie we've seen this season. I, I think that's where I'm leaning. Which is a strange thing to say, because I feel like we've been more negative about it than we have been positive. But the, the, it's in this movie's favour that it's so early in this season. Because I, I don't think it'll be the best movie we see this season. I hope it isn't. I, I don't know if I'd recommend this movie. I don't think I'd be shouting about the rooftops about this movie, but... I wouldn't not recommend it. Is that yeah. does that make sense? There's certain people it's... that would like this movie and yeah. certain people that wouldn't. But there's people but it that does would miss the mark for me where it could have gone up that yeah, it could have landed. As a mini series, this is a better told story. Yeah. We say number one. Yeah, I think so. I think I think so. I think I think so. I do as well. Wow, okay. New stream table topper is against the ice. Which means we need to pick next week's movie. Let's do it. Are you ready? I am ready. What would you like? Let's go with a... I fancy a horror. We haven't done a horror for a while. I was thinking yeah. about it the other day. You ready for Robin? Yeah, let's do it. He has picked a movie called Don't Listen. Any ideas? No, none whatsoever. <laughs> do you know what's quite funny about that? Yeah. Is that... We're going to have to release a podcast episode, and the title of that episode is going to be "Don't Listen." Oh, yeah. 
Maybe that will. <laughs> maybe it'll be like a like, reverse psychology. Reverse psychology it might it. become our most downloaded episode ever. Maybe, maybe. Uh, don't listen to Spanish. Oh, okay. We haven't done a Spanish movie for a little while. No, we haven't. But they always tend to do well on this show. Yeah, they do well. Do you want to know the genre of this yes, movie? Yes, please. It is an adventure drama horror mystery thriller. Okay. <laughs> from 2020. Adventure drama. It's an 18. We don't do many 18s, do we? No, we don't. Want to synopsis? Yes, please. Daniel and Sarah have a nine-year-old son, Eric, and they've just moved to a new home, not knowing that the neighbours call it the House of the Voices. Eric is the first one to notice the odd noises behind each door. Okay. 6.1 on IMDb. Okay. Like staying in the sixes. Okay. Cool. I'm intrigued. I feel like we've not done a... We haven't done a horror for a while. Horror we haven't done a, a Spanish film for a while. So yeah, go out and watch. Don't listen. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. At BOTS underscore podcast is our username on all of those. If you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream.com. On our website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even find some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Dog food. Dog food. <laughs> um, after you've done all of that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for £5 a month, you will get early access to the movie show episode. Loads of other cool stuff. I can't even think of what you get. You get a poster. I've got the posters. The posters are ready to go out. Amazing. Nick has one right next to him right now. He loves it. Um, some mobile phone wallpapers with Bottom of the Stream logos on. They're cool. Um, a secret Discord area. A secret Discord area. And that works automatically. As soon as you sign up to Patreon, you'll be in that Discord area. Wow. It works as well. Because we have a new Patreon. We should mention him. His name's Alex. He goes by Smileyton. He's a great guy and he's a new patron. He will be playing a wild card this season, which is exciting. Five wild cards this season. Yeah. Five wild card season. Um, yeah. Head over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash part of the stream. It's only £5 a month. It's well worth it. Um, after you've done all of that, head over to Discord. The Discord is a wonderful group of wonderful people who will talk to you about anything and everything. You can get involved in the real talks. You can get involved in our watch. I think we've got, have we got a watch along this Sunday. I believe we have. We yeah. have. That would have happened by now. But we do a watch along the first Sunday of every month, except for this month when we've done it the second <laughs> Sunday. Um, we watch movies together. We play games together. We do all sorts of cool stuff together. We're a great community that you should come and join. And if you want to join, the Discord link is at the bottom of the show notes. If you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a rating or a review anywhere you can review and rate podcasts because it really helps the old algorithms. It helps get our little show in the ears of more people. And that's what we want. We want to make new friends because... Friends are cool. We should have as many as possible. 100%. There's always room for more friends, and you get to watch movies like the Buddy Games, and we can you can talk hear us talk about them. But sometimes you get to watch movies like Against the Ice. Exactly, so it evens out. It uh, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts. That can be places like Podbean, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Listen Notes, iHeartRadio. No, stop saying iHeartRadio. Pandora, all of those places. Not Stitcher anymore. No, well, yes, but, but only not for a little while. So yeah, do all of that. Go out and watch. I've already forgotten. Don't listen. Go out and watch, but don't listen. <laughs> and we'll be back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday for The Movie Show. Cheers. Bye.